Hello, welcome to another episode of the Black Lions Airspace. I'm your host, Zachary Shiloh. You can follow me on social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also find me here on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and other audio means. I'm here today to talk about a beloved franchise of mine that's also a comic book series. In 1993, we had the debut of what we now call Power Rangers, which tells the tale of five selected teenagers chosen to save our world from the evil witch Rita Repulsa. I've been a fan of the overall franchise since the beginning, and I'm dating myself here, I'm already in my mid early 30s so I've basically grown up with this franchise through the good and the bad the only series I have not watched live was Mystic Force but I did catch up with it eventually my favorite teams to date are sorry for a little bit of dead wind folks had to look at my other phone my favorite series to date are Mighty Morphin, Zeo, In Space, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, and Speed. Okay. Not and SPD. SPD and RPM. There we go. From there, it's just about writing and connection with characters. Each season gave me that on top of great action and just pure excitement. I would get excited for each series in its own right, from change of powers to meeting characters who may not have been rangers, but they fit the mold of the stories being told. Some even become rangers at a point in time. And that's what I love about it. I touched on in the last episode that I did about me being a comic book fan. And how this really brought me back into it. Well, I'd like to go a little bit more in depth. This whole entire series, Power Rangers, has been now a comic revived, that is. I say the last three years. And thank you to Boom Studios for reviving it. Because of it, we have wild theories in the Power Rangers fandom. And clarifications into what possibly happened during certain seasons. And I'm always grateful to Boom, more so Kyle Higgins and uh, Ryan Parrott for it. The artwork of the Power Rangers comics is very, very beautiful, depending on the situations. I really love it when Danielle Danielle, uh, DiNicole and Walter Bymont, they really do great work. They have this 
anime-esque style to it. And I am an anime fan. So when I started reading the Power Rangers comics, I was geeking out. Because I thought it was really, really, really good. I have read every single Power Rangers comic, I believe, up to date. And the only one that really gave me semi-trouble was the Beyond the Grid arc. Not saying that Marguerite Bennett absolutely sucked, but there was points where I'm just kind of shaking my head. And I'm trying to understand what's going on. Some ideas, they were really, really good. Like, for example, a world that's made of zeal power crystals. That that was really, really cool. But, sad to say, you only had a certain amount of issues for this overall arc. And it really, really sucked to know that we couldn't flush out ideas like the zeal world or the Praetor. Who was the main villain. A little bit longer. But I understand. That's the way business rolls folks. You got a deadline. You got to make it work. The current comic books. They are starting to get back on track. The last two issues of the Power Rangers comics. Have been. A special that's ending the first overall arc of Go-Go Power Rangers called Forever Rangers and starting the new arc called Necessary Evil with Mighty Morphin uh, issue 40. Forever Rangers it pretty much wraps up the pre-Green with the Evil saga which is our heroes before Tommy the Green Ranger ever showed up. In this comic universe, it also brings in ties to future seasons. Power Rangers in space. Maybe a pinch of Lost Galaxy as well. But it also makes the actual Green Ranger power, the Mighty Morphin Green Ranger power, mean a little bit more. When a certain character has her death. Reading that moment kind of made me want to cry, but I understood the writing and wanted to really grasp what was being done. And now I have a little bit more of a broader perspective and that's because Ryan Parrott wrote it so well. Not only that, but the action seen in this overall book, Forever Rangers, it's brought on different things I never thought were possible. Very, very possible. I really like their uh, giant fight. I won't go into details heavily in case anybody wants to read it. But let's just say a certain underutilized mode 
in the TV series for the Megazord it's really flushed out here it may be the best way I've ever seen and if you really want to understand the Power Rangers comic book from zero all the way through I say the beginning of Shadow Grid Gogo is the very best way you can really get the grasp of it and it really comes back full circle even with the first few issues of Mighty Morphin it really does tie back in I really recommend you read it folks if you're a Power Rangers fan or just want to read something that sounds real good Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue 40 I really love this book I was expecting certain things to happen like our original team finally returning from the hiatus if we want to really call it that and it does the time gap I did not expect it to go as far as it did I thought it was maybe going to be some point after the power, the white power ranger came to birth I got what I wanted but a post battle scene made me drop my jaw I said what you really went that far Ryan wow okay sorry I'm just still taking it in it's very very odd dropping to me <clears throat> the ending scene it is something that I really did like it caught me off guard and I wound up having to apologize to this guy named uh, George Jr I believe his name or Junior George He's a somewhat big-time Power Rangers YouTuber who I listen to reviews on, on and off. He had a great theory. I thought couldn't happen, possibly. So I wound up having to say in a review that I did of the book to him, I apologize. I'm sorry, you had a great theory all along. But that's the beautiful thing about these comics. We could come up with all the theories we want to come up with. And when we're wrong, we can admit to it, depending on the situation. And I did. Alright, before the ending of that comic, it's our rangers getting to know themselves and their positions a little bit more well. Especially the new White Ranger who's coming to his own as the leader of the group. He's still I would say in the infancy of his powers and growth as a leader. But it, I kind of understand where he's coming from. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Tommy Oliver fan. I'm looking at it from the perspective of somebody that 
likes to know my characters a little bit better. To grow along with them. And you thought that comic exclusives could not get any bigger. When we finally meet Lord Zed, there's a brand new character. I was completely floored. Completely floored by him. He comes from a planet of a certain SPD commander. And SPD overall takes place many years after MMPR. When I saw this character, I still, like I always say, I'm in awe because it was so well written. I did not expect an evil version of this character, basically. He is not like that certain SPD character. Now, what does he do in the future? Uh. Excuse me. That's really up to Ryan Parrott, who has been quoted as saying that this character, who goes by the name of Dane, I won't tell you who he is modeled after, just in the case that you may want to read it. But Ryan Parrott has been on record now as of, let's stay his date. June 29th, that this guy, Dane, is one of his favorite characters to write. I'm very curious to see what he has in store for us. Necessary Evil, it got off to a really great start. If you want your Power Rangers to have a little bit of growth and tension... This is for you. It's only two ninety nine American, and it was well worth my money. My overall hopes for the <clears throat> necessary evil arc. I hope it just stays good. It keeps forming me. It keeps me wanting to buy it every single month. And with the connections between GoGo and Mighty Morphin returning, starting next month with GoGo 21, I believe I'm going to get what I want. Now I'm wondering, what are they going to do for New York Comic Con? Which I will be there. I really am thinking about it. What can they show? Not only that, but my friend Matt Aguilar, who works for comicbook.com, will he be hosting this panel? If there is truly a Power Rangers panel, which I believe there will be one. I've already seen what my friend thinks about it. This dude's lucky. He actually got to talk to Ryan Parrott. 
by way of interview. Maybe one day I can get Ryan on the show. I don't know. Gotta think positive, folks. Gotta think positive. Because my show is not just about pro wrestling. Like I said, time to get. My show, this baby right here, the Black Lion's Airspace, it's about life. My life is not just being a pro wrestling fan. I'm a comic book fan, as I just kept on talking about somewhat rambling about and just reading it it's fundamental it's fundamental I love it it makes me happy I don't have to watch TV all the time reading books like Go Go Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers it reminds me of my childhood I can practically hear certain characters voices in my mind I don't have to pretend I've seen the show so much I almost recorded almost every single person's uh, voice to my memory I enjoy it that way I can even hear the show music oh boy now I'm kind of wondering when Beast Morphers, Power Rangers Beast Morphers is going to return. Right now they're going through the summer hiatus here in America. But places like Australia, they still have it going on. And I'm wondering how far in the Power Rangers comic has Beast Morphers gone along. Plus, we're getting big team-ups from what I'm hearing next year. Those are confirmed to be rumors. They're not concrete. Well, with the exception of the big, quote-unquote, dinosaur team-up. It's just a great time to be a Power Rangers fan. What else has kept me going as a Power Rangers fan? I say, kind of like pro wrestling, is the people. Some of my friends, they are Power Rangers fans. I don't know to what length some of them really kept their fandom. Some people have stayed through just Mighty Morphin. Some people have gone up to Turbo. Some even gone beyond that. And I'm hoping by way of Black Lions Airspace that I can connect with more Power Rangers fans. Learn about their fandoms. Grow my Power Rangers community. Which also means growing out my Super Sentai counterpart (laughs) a little bit. Super Sentai is what we would call the stock footage of Power Rangers. And it's been around way before I was born. I'm still in awe how that keeps going around. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Excuse me, folks. I need to drink. Just had to have seltzer because my throat went a little bit parched. 
I'm surprised that Super Sentai is still around. I'm guessing that it still makes money. The ideas are still acceptable by the Japanese. Not only that, but they still put on live stage shows. Sell out toys. And that's part of business. Businesses make money. And as long as you're making money to some degree or another, you're going to keep going. But that's not what Black Lions Airspace is all about, folks. My baby, my pride and joy, that's not my fiance. It's more so connecting with you. Staying up with what's going on in your lives. Hopefully, you staying up with mine. I want to keep on growing as a person, as a podcaster. Well, thank you for listening. I appreciate every single one of you. And thanks for flying with me through the Black Lions airspace. Have a great day.